Do you know a narcissist who's perpetually playing the victim role? Someone who hates everyone in the world or at least a whole bunch of people, mostly those who are different than him or her, because somehow these people are the cause for this person's misery? Have you noticed that often these particular narcissists seem to be completely alone in the world? They have no regular source of supply and they just seem to be taking out their hateful energy on the world at large. Or they have a regular source of supply but it's just not quite enough for them. They can't take responsibility for their own problems, so they blame everyone else. A lot of times they've lost their ability to get or maintain supply. Friends and family members have just had enough, and so one by one they begin to abandon the narcissist, taking supply with them. Maybe they get older and lose their looks, or they become so self-involved they forget how to do the whole, like, love mommy thing, or any combination or a number of other things. But they need narcissistic supply continue to exist. So what do they do then? What happens when the narcissist no longer obtains supply? Do they become a real person or do they kind of lose it? What can you expect? Well, the sad truth is you're probably going to see a narcissistic collapse when this happens. It's a crisis, a narcissistic crisis. Whatever the label is, it's a big problem and not just for the narcissist, but for everyone around them. Sometimes a narcissist loses his or her ability to obtain adequate sources of narcissistic supply. This can happen when the narcissist's family and friends have just had enough and one by one they slowly abandon the narcissist. Or in some cases, the narcissist loses their ability to attract new supply because they get older, they lose their looks, or they become so self-involved that they forget how to do the whole love bombing thing effectively or any combination of these things and many other things. This is what we call a collapsed narcissist. Now the difference between someone who is a narcissist in collapse and someone who is a victim of a smear campaign is number one, the victim of a smear campaign who is a survivor of narcissistic abuse is not going to actively try to hurt the people. They're not going to require supply from other people in the same way that a narcissist would. A victim or a survivor of narcissistic abuse is generally someone who's a very kind-hearted person and who doesn't try to use people to their advantage. They don't try to take from someone and not give back. A narcissist displays a marked lack of empathy and is more than happy to use people and they have no remorse. I think what it comes down to is that after they go through the collapse and they start to actually see through their unfiltered eyes, they start to recognize that no one around them actually likes them or even cares about them. People are just scared of them or feel obligated to them. And when this process begins to take hold, the narcissist can no longer pretend. And that is devastating. I mean, if you think about it, if you were that person and you realized all of a sudden that people had only been around you because they were afraid of you or because they were obligated to you and they didn't actually care for you as a person and they kind of wished you would go away, <laughs> that would be devastating, right? Well, then we understand how this might be because narcissists are so delusional in their regular selves, in their normal form. They lie to themselves just as much as they lie to us. You might be wondering, how does a narcissistic collapse happen? Why does it happen? Almost inevitably, a narcissistic collapse happens because there's a narcissistic crisis. So what does that mean? Similar to a midlife crisis, but not exactly. The narcissist feels powerless. They feel rejected. They feel unworthy. And this feels like hell to them. The ultimate narcissistic injury. Interesting thing here is it's not just like they break up with someone or someone leaves them. Sometimes the loss of supply might just be because their main source of supply is going on a trip or going away from the home or whatever. And so when they aren't getting that supply or even the idea that they might not have that supply for a period of time, they're devastated. They can't handle it. They will be depressed. They will feel lonely. They will feel anxious. It's difficult. 
So the way that a lot of them try to fix this is they'll look for higher grade supply or supply from anyone. Sometimes it doesn't happen and then we have the collapse. Now a collapsed narcissist is simply a narcissist who has not been able to obtain proper narcissistic supply as in a person to help bolster his or her self-worth, self-esteem, self-confidence, their general value as a human being. They require someone else to do that for them. They cannot self-validate ever on any level. In essence, the narcissist feels like they've been denied the very supply that they need to exist. The proverbial life's blood of the narcissist is narcissistic supply from other people. This leads them, of course, to narcissistic injury. And as the collapsed narcissist writhes helplessly in the pain of not getting what they want, what they believe they're due, what they think that they need to exist, whether it's meeting some big goal or simply getting the admiration and praise they feel they rightly deserve, their whole world starts to feel like it's falling down around them. The narcissist loses self-esteem and their self-image is nearly erased. They begin to self-devalue, self-doubt. They literally hate themselves to the point that they project this self-hate on to everybody around them. Since everyone hates me, they think the narcissist, well, they may as well hate him back, right? When a narcissist collapses, you're going to see rage in many cases. Some will react differently. Some will cry, some will throw fits, but all of them will react in a way that you might call a little intense. They also have a desperate need for narcissistic supply. When they lose the ability to get that supply, they collapse and at that time, you're gonna see that when they don't receive that external validation, they're gonna to start to look for other ways to kind of hold up that false self. Very often, that looks like a very increased sense of superiority, even more than they ever had before. The lack of validation also leads to feelings of worthlessness, hopelessness, etc. That leads to more narcissistic rage. Also important to remember that not every narcissist will have a collapse. So a lot of the times, the reason a narcissist collapses in the first place is because they can no longer uphold that false self, that false image people stop believing them. And often it happens or can start to happen when the mask is sort of threatened and they feel like someone is seeing beyond them, right? So this is when you see these little mini breakdowns, like when the narcissist in your life might attack you for no reason, where they might bring home their stress from work and pour it all over you like emotional garbage. The narcissistic collapse feels to the narcissist very much like an episode of depression. The difference, they don't self-reflect, because of that and the fact that the narcissist has only one of three types of empathy, which is cognitive empathy, meaning they can understand you logically, but they don't care and they aren't moved to take action to help you. They don't recognize what they've done wrong and they cannot take personal responsibility. They don't really know they're living with a disorder anyway. So there are some things that they tend to do without even realizing what they're doing or why they're doing it when they're in collapse. They might start driving crazy or using drugs or drinking too much. They might gamble. They might display a ridiculous amount of narcissistic rage. They might self-harm or just be completely outrageously erratic. They might start outright telling you that they hate you. They might silent treatment you. They might be super oversensitive, super irritable. They're likely to have anxiety and some form of depression. And so they mention the narcissistic rage of it all. There's no more or very little social life for a collapsed narcissist. Even if they were once the social butterfly, suddenly they've got no one left. People, this narcissist thinks, they're all fake and stupid anyway, so why should we bother to be kind to them? At this point, the narcissist lives in a constant attack mode, attempting to force people around them to provide that much needed supply. Random people, waitresses, the guy at the gas station, you know, their son's fifth grade teacher, whatever. They are overly sensitive about everything, full of 
of rage, full of hate, and they throw temper tantrums that would rival those of a two-year-old, although that's a little insulting to the two-year-old, you know. They are outright intolerant, disrespectful, and often even violent toward the people around them in both words and actions. They previously once maintained a certain facade, didn't they, of a nice or a cool or easygoing or friendly or great person to be around. But as the collapse continues, that mask falls away, the facade is gone, and suddenly you're looking at the true face of a narcissist, and it is full of rage and ugliness, hate, general disgust for everything that is humanity. While they are still unable to deal with any sort of blame, criticism, or perceived disrespect of themselves, they are actively projecting their own self-hate onto the people around them in their lives, or maybe random targets like people of different religions, different races, or even different political affiliations. This is when the gloves come off, and the narcissist blasts out their blatant bigotry and their small-minded ways. This is when anyone who's different than the narcissist is a big target. They are quickly minimized. They are put into a not good enough box, to put it very mildly. This is often when narcissists will go all out to abuse their partners, physically, mentally, and otherwise. Some narcissists will excessively cheat, gamble away their money, and even physically abuse their partners and their children in these situations. In some cases, it's worse. The narcissist might even cause the death of a partner or a child. It's horrifying the things that they will do, the depths to which they will sink. Following the falling of the narcissistic facade, the mask, and the outrageous abuse that comes after it is the rock bottom part of this whole deal. This is when they get depressed. They become suicidal. They threaten or even commit suicide. They might also take a serious action to hurt someone else or other large groups of people. Some of this has occurred in the news in recent months, and I won't mention it here because YouTube doesn't like it when I do that, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Some narcissists are going to get desperate enough to even enter therapy at this point, but it never works. And of course, they just go completely bonkers if they don't enter therapy, and they might completely lose control. And again, this is when you hear about them in the news. The loss of supply triggers defensive behaviors from the narcissist, such as the whole, I'm going to leave my family and start a whole new life thing. The narcissist literally flees the scene of his or her failures or what they see as failures and attempts to just start all over again with something new, someone new. If you look at the narcissistic personality as a sort of house built on stilts, you know, like around here, they have them on the river. They, they have these homes built up on sticks almost, stilts. Imagine that the lack of narcissistic supply is kind of like a big strong wind that comes through and knocks those houses down right into the river. The narcissist then has two choices. They can try to become a whole person and develop real coping skills, rebuild the house as it were, and in some cases obtain new supply. Or it can stay in that collapsed position and from it poison everything and everyone around them in their world. What do you think they're going to do? So back to the house metaphor, the narcissist could burn down all the other houses around them in order to take revenge on everything and everything one else who in their minds caused this to happen to them, caused the big strong wind to come through. What it all comes down to is that regardless of the reason for the narcissistic collapse, the narcissist blames everything and everyone except him or herself for this collapse. The narcissist must believe ultimately that they are the victim and that nothing is their fault. If you're stuck now with a collapsed narcissist, there's one escape and you know what it is. You've got to leave. You've got to never look back. You have to go no contact and you have to resist the urge to try to help them because they are un 
helpable. If that was a word, I don't know. I just made it up for you. They won't be helped. So when a narcissist is in collapse, it's usually because of their own dependence on narcissistic supply. They depend on the people around them for validation, for their own identity. And even though it might appear that the narcissist has a whole big personality, the truth is they very often don't have much of a personality at all without the people around them, without their sources of supply. The worst part is that most of them are actually quite insecure deep down. Not all of them, but most, especially when we're talking about those who could qualify as a, a covert narcissist or a vulnerable type of narcissist. It's a covert narcissist. It's someone who appears to be introverted, kind of quiet, shy even. But in reality, they're exhibiting a certain type of narcissism that we call vulnerable narcissism or introverted narcissism. Covert narcissism is most commonly characterized by vulnerability and insecurity, which are two characteristics that manifest in defensiveness and hostility. A covert narcissist will have certain characteristics in common with a more overt or grandiose narcissist. This might include the inflated sense of entitlement, the feeling of being better than everyone else, grandiose fantasies, and a few more. They'll just sort of display those things a little differently than the more grandiose narcissist. So what are some signs of narcissistic collapse? The first one I want to point out to you is the loss of self-esteem and the loss of perceived self-esteem, right? The type of self-esteem they're actually showing to the world, that goes away. They start to kind of talk down on themselves a little more. You might also notice the lack of self-identity or authenticity in the narcissist, which they've always lacked authenticity, but now it's very obvious to the people around them. When they lose their self-esteem, their self-image is pretty much erased. They start to self-value, they start to self-doubt. They might cling to some previous version of themselves and hold on to it a little too tightly. And because of this, they can appear kind of pathetic to people around them. That, of course, just makes them hate people more because they are unable to accept responsibility. It cannot be their fault. It must be someone else's fault. And while they'll tell that sob story and they'll really just soak in that supply they get from people feeling sorry for them. Part of them knows exactly what's happening. And that part of them won't allow them to really officially accept the validation that they're kind of hanging on with, right? So if you've ever seen that show True Blood, they have this drink called True Blood. And the vampires in the show will drink True Blood and they won't die. But they really don't love it. They really prefer actual blood, right? So this is kind of the same thing with the narcissist in collapse to actually allow the validation they're getting that's sustaining them and keeping them alive, but it's not fulfilling them the way it used to because they know it's fake or it's true blood, you see? Number two, they blatantly display self-hate, self-loathing, and they blatantly display a serious distaste for other people. See, since they feel like the world's against them, they tend to literally hate themselves to the point that they actually project this self-hate onto everyone around them. I mean, they figure, look, everybody hates me anyway, might as well hate them back, right? This brings me to number three. They have no more social life. It's non-existent or almost there. So they might still do a few things, but in general, social life is over for this collapsed narcissist. So since the narcissist really pretty much feels like they don't really like me, they're all fake anyway, why should I even bother to spend time with them? and be kind. Why should I be kind to you? They stop trying because it stops working, but they reason to themselves that all those people are fake. All those people are not as good as me in some way, and so therefore I cannot be with them. I don't want to spend time with those people. Number four, you will see constant rage, constant narcissistic rage, and constant narcissistic injury 
in a little cycle over and over again, a little snowball, right? Because they're living in constant attack mode, they alternate narcissistic rage, narcissistic injury, along with other narcissistic manipulation tactics like gaslighting and projection and et cetera. All of this in an attempt to force everyone around them to give them narcissistic supply. Number five, they can no longer hide their negative emotions. So we know they're overly sensitive. They are full of rage and hate. They will literally throw a temper tantrum that would rival a two-year-old. I mean, it might be worse because they're an adult. They're outright intolerant, disrespectful, and in most cases, violent in words and in some cases, actions to the people around them. Speaking of which, no one wants to be around them. And if that narcissist could be self-aware enough to admit it, even they wouldn't choose to be around them. They're not pleasant. These are the Karens and the Kyles. Number six, the mask slips. Most narcissists have some semblance of a false self. This is who they present to the people around them in the world, the larger public, as it were. But when the narcissist is dealing with collapse, that previously maintained facade, you know, nice, cool, easygoing, whatever, friendly, laid-back kind of person. Well, that kind of falls away. And the true face of the narcissist is revealed. Rage, ugliness, and general disgust for humanity. Is the collapsed narcissist always old? Is it always the aging narcissist? Not always. In some cases, a collapsed narcissist can happen when circumstances change in a person's life. So maybe they were once married to a very rich person and they were all snooty and snippy that a person dumped them and they didn't do well in the divorce. Now they're collapsing. Or maybe they were once, you know, had a perfect body and a perfect face and maybe they gained a whole bunch of weight. Or maybe they got in some sort of accident and their face got messed up. In any case, the collapsed narcissist is the picture of misery. If they weren't so mean and hateful, you might even feel sorry for them. All right, now this brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, do you know a collapsed narcissist? Have you experienced a collapsed narcissist and what was that like? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, and share your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm going to leave for you right there and right there. And while you're here, hit that subscribe button right over there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. Mm -hmm.